Good morning students. Today we are going to study the poem An Elementary School Classroom in a Slum written by Stephen Spender. First about the poet. He was an English poet and an essayist. He left University College Oxford without taking a degree and went to Berlin in 1930. Stephen Spender took a keen interest in politics and declared himself to be a socialist and pacifist. Stephen Spender, he always concentrated on themes of social injustice and the class struggle in his work. He was appointed the 17th post poet laureate consultant in poetry to the united states library of congress in 1965 an elementary school classroom in a slum deals with the social injustice and class inequalities and attacks on the capitalistic economics in which the rich are becoming richer and even as more and more problems and miseries mar the lives of poor they are devoid of any opportunity and have become prey to social injustice in this poem stephen spender demands equal opportunities for education for the poor and the underprivileged so let's begin the poem it goes like this far far from gusty waves these children's faces like ruthless weeds the hair torn round their pallor the tall girl with her weighed down head the paper seeming boy with rat's eyes the stunted unlucky hair of twisted bones reciting a father's null disease his lesson from his desk at back of the dim class one unnoted sweet and young his eyes live in a dream of squirrel's game in three room other than this children in the first answer the poet describes the living condition of these children and he gives us introduces to the kind of children attending this class they are far far from gusty waves means they are far far from the city and all the luxuries of life and these children faces like rootless weeds the faces are compared to weeds weeds are generally unwanted grass unnourished grass so these children belong to the community which we always feel unwanted section of the society the hair torn round their pallor that is the face untidily the hair fall on their face and the first child is the tall girl with her weighed down head so there is a tall girl with her weighed down head weighed down head means she is burdened with her domestic responsibilities or it is a sign of malnutrition next number 2 the paper seeming boy with rat's eyes here he describes a boy who has a rat's eye you know the eye which is always looking for food that also describes their poverty the stunted unlucky hair of twisted bones reciting a father's null disease 
there is a third boy he is unlucky because unlucky here because he has not inherited the wealth of the father he has inherited his disease nal disease so he is reciting his disease father's disease as well as the lesson from his desk so children the literary device here reciting is a pun at the back of the dim class one unnoted sweet and young there is another boy one very sweet and young very quiet boy sitting at the back his eyes live in a dream of squirrel's game in tree room other than this so his eyes is chasing his dream squirrels always play the game of chasing so he is more interested in watching the squirrel game than the lesson going on in the class let's now move on to the second stanza now he describes the classroom on so cream walls donations shakespeare's head cloudless at dawn civilized dome riding all cities belled flare tireless valley open handed map awarding the world its world and yet for these children these windows not this map their world where all their futures painted with a fog a narrow street sealed in with a lit sky far far from rivers capes and stars of words so in the first stanza the poet describes the children in the second stanza he describes the classroom the color of the walls of the classroom is so cream that is dull cream and on the wall the things put up on the wall have come on donations like shakespeare said picture of portrait of shakespeare and the picture of the city schools dome riding all cities belled flarely tireless valley so dome is a sign of wealth and power and there is a open handed map put up but what he says this map is showing the world of the rich because he says for these children these windows not this map is their world their world is what they see just outside the window they have not seen the world shown in the map where all their futures painted with a fog so what they see outside the window is the dark world their future is painted with a fog dark gloomy a narrow street sealed in with a lit sky far far from rivers capes and stars of words so their world is they are living in a narrow street sealed in with a lit sky lit again the dark gray color and they are far far from rivers rivers represent fertility prosperity capes the luxuries of nature and stars of words education so they are kept away from the civilization the luxuries of the world and education now let's move on to the third stanza surely shakespeare is wicked the map a bad example with ships and sun and love tempting them to steal for lives that slyly turn in their cramped holes from fog to endless night on their slack heap these children wear skins peeped through by bones and spectacles of steel 
with mended glass like bottle bits on stones all of their time and space are foggy slum so blot their maps with slums as big as doom so what he says the poet says in this stanza is the pictures put up on the wall they are all have these pictures have no relevance to the life of these children because he says the portrait of shakespeare he says shakespeare is wicked wicked means cunning because the writings of shakespeare are meant for the elite strata of the people only highly educated people will understand shakespeare and these slum children have nothing to do with shakespeare so he says shakespeare is wicked and map a bad example because the map shows the world of the rich it doesn't show their slum so why he says it is a bad example because when they see the map with all the luxuries it will tempt them to steal it will force them to steal so he says map is a bad example because they live in cramped holes from fog to endless night so from fog their life begins with the darkness and ends with the darkness and they are living in cramped holes so this luxurious map will tempt them to steal on their slag heap these children wear skins peeped through by bones this describes the poverty of the children they are so skinny that he says they wear skins peeped through by bones and spectacles of steel so spectacles of steel the literary device is alliteration with mended glass like bottle bits on stones again bottle bits it's alliteration so everything describes their poverty so what he says is all of their time and space are foggy slum they are going they they are born here and they are going to die here so they are the entire life is going to be spent in this slum so the last line the poet says in anger he expresses his anger and regret and he says so blot their maps with slums as big as doom so he says cover this map with the picture of a big slum and tell them that it is their destiny doom is their destiny and in the next stanza he says unless governor inspector visitor this map becomes their window and these windows that shut upon their lives like catacombs break or break open till they break the town and show the children to green fields and make their world run azure on gold sands and let their tongues run naked into books the white and green leaves open history theirs whose language is the sun so in the last answer he wants to give a solution he demands for social justice for equality so he says unless governor inspector and visitor do something about it the lives of the children will not change so governor is the bureaucracy inspector the official and visitor the other rich section of the society so all three people should work to to get together to give a better life to these children then only this map will become their world otherwise this windows only will become their world because they are living in catacombs catacombs are the tombs con- constructed under the earth so they are literally buried so we should bring them out break or break open till they break the town and we should take these children out and give them the right to enjoy the beauties of nature green fields and run azure on gold sands show them the blue sky and the 
see and make their world run azure on gold sands and let their tongues run naked into books the white and green leaves the white leaves refer to the pages of a book and green leaves refer to the food so first we should get them out of this place give them the right to enjoy the beauties of nature show them the bright sunshine the blue sky and give them green food healthy food to eat you then give education then he says they can also create history history is this whose language is the sun they will also create history like sun because the sun outshines other planet like that they will also outshine others and create history so what the poet ultimately demands here is the equality equal justice for this children so he is making a, a accusation against the social discrimination that exists in the society so what the poet demands here is social justice and social equality the literary devices used in this poem are like ruthless weeds is simile reciting a father's long disease reciting is pun a word having more than one meaning two meanings is called pun is reciting his father's long disease and reciting his lesson from his desk let sky is metaphor spectacles of steel alliteration bottle bits alliteration so theme of the poem is social equality and social justice that's all